Welcome to Peace Teachings Podcast, where we explore, cultivate, and celebrate our spiritual nature together. I'm Jennifer Norton. And I'm Paola Castro, and it is our joy to bring to you this wisdom teachings. Have you ever felt the need to incorporate intention setting in your life? Have you ever felt pulled to live and move through your life with more intention? Well, today's guest is going to help us do just that. I'm so excited for today's uh, guest. I will never forget the day that I sat in one of uh, Kim's classes. First, I couldn't write fast enough to take notes uh, because everything about her was so magnetic. And I thought to myself, how does one become this incredible being? Mm -hmm. I said, that's exactly what I'm aiming. (laughs) And not only she is beautiful, but her expanded loving consciousness speaks right through your soul. She's a powerful speaker. She's an author. She's a spiritual leader and a very compassionate counselor. Her book, The Technology of Intention, is a must read. It teaches Mm -hmm. you how to live a life of intention and for me personally has changed everything. It's been a life, um, it's been a game changer for my life. So that further ado, thank you, Kim. Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna stop crying because this is so good. I feel like, oh, okay, we're good. Thank you both. What an introduction! Wow, I'm just receiving this love. Thank you. Well, you are very welcome. I know. Just recently, I had the honor. Paula and I both had the honor of receiving the charge mm. through you, spoken by your consciousness. Such a such an immeasurable gift. Mm. I, I can't quantify it. It's it's ineffable to describe. And so I too, like Paula, I, I, I second everything she said. Yes, you're all that. You're, oh you're just, it, we're just so very honored, Kim, to have you here. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm honored for the ask. I could not say yes fast enough when I was reading that invite. I was like, yes, are you kidding? You two have said yes to such a big life, and you're both shining so brilliantly. So you are already living the charge I gave. So thank you for that, because that was a that was an important um, day for me, as well as for you, really for you, because you're in the midst of it. I just hold this position, you know, as a licensed practitioner from the Agape University, so valuable. The gifts you two are gifting to the world are so important. So thank you for receiving the charge because you're already living it. Thank you for that recognition. Yes, let's add that uh, when we speak of Agape, we're talking about Agape University of Transformational Studies, mm. where Kim is a recognized um, and highly honored master mm. practitioner mm. and a master teacher. And uh, so that's the reference we're making when we say that she gave us the charge yes. at graduation. Um, she was a speaker and a presenter, and uh, and it was amazing. Mm. And Thank you for that recognition that that this creation, this peace, peace teachings podcast that we love so well, yes. uh, it's it's a prayer realized, a prayer answered, and an intention brought into manifestation, still blossoming. Yes, completely. And 
as as yes, <laughs> as really? you know, truly, Absolutely. this is a field where you're an expert. <laughs> well, I'm celebrating the two of you because um, very often we have fulfilled an intention and forget to celebrate it. You know, it's like there's a chapter in the book, as you know, that is about celebration because our intentions are our ability to create. Like we're consciously creating every time we tap into activating the field of intention. And sometimes we have fulfilled intention. Let me switch that. We always have fulfilled intention. (laughs) And on the other side, sometimes we forget to celebrate it. And you know, you both have heard me at times say like, oh, there's a moment of that's fulfilled intention, that's answered prayer. And I don't point to it for any other reason than celebration, because every opportunity we can to say, the universe is listening to me. Mm -hmm. And that is our place of peace, you know, which is what you two are bringing so much to the world is when we can find peace in remembering, just we forget we get to remember that the universal field spirit is always listening. And every time we celebrate a fulfilled intention, we're tapping into the remembrance of honoring, oh, spirit's listening. Thank you. Thank you. Let me celebrate it, which is why celebration is important to me. And I, I do not let us miss it. It's like, oh, here's another thing to celebrate right now. <laughs> Even if it's just a moment of pure, let's take it. Oh, let's take it in. We asked for that and spirit listened and we didn't know how. We didn't know how. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so easy to take for granted because I mean, I'm gonna talk for myself, someone like me. It's like one thing after another after another, but having that moment, as you said, and taking it in and acknowledge ourselves and celebrate. Yes. Uh, yeah. How the universe is responding. It's it's so thank you for that reminder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kim, how did this realization unfold in your consciousness around your seed planting and the receptivity that that you receive in this relationship with the universe? How did how did you mm-hmm. how did this work emerge? This intention work in your life. How did it? So the, come the in? intention work came after in alignment, but after my wake up call, which was very much by our wonderful teacher of, you know, you're either pushed by pain or pulled by the fission. I was pushed by pain at a very young age. And I'm grateful for that because in those moments of being so confused, not understanding why, you know, as a college student, I looked at my life and knew I had all these mystical, not I had quite a few mystical experiences that I couldn't explain. And I couldn't understand why other people weren't having conversations with me about it. And so it was starting to cause pain that I didn't feel like, wait a second, there's so much more to talk about. And and I've been reminded by um, friends that have known me for a lifetime have said, you were talking about this in school. We were growing up and we're like, what is she talking about? (laughs) I wanted to have these deep conversations. I wanted to understand, didn't you see that? Didn't you catch what the universe just brought to us? And I didn't know what what it completely was, but I knew something was happening and I wanted to understand it. And in not knowing the path to understand it, I was in pain. When I met a beautiful soul that I was inspired by her consciousness and she took me to a spiritual center. And from that moment onward, I I knew, oh, they're having conversations about the the law and spiritual truth and our ability to co-create and all these conversations. 
And it was as if that first day the door opened and I just dove deep and I've never come back out. And I just keep swimming in the deeper realms of wanting to know more. I said to someone in class today teaching, I said, you know, I want my very last breath. I want to be learning something. There's so much to catch. And so that once, once I caught the path to it, then I just took off. And in the realm of that diving deep is where some, and I don't know that I can name exactly the moment that intention work became present. And when it did, I immediately started activating it. And I, talk about it in my book that to move from the Bay Area to Southern California, I set an intention, but it was one of my greatest teachers because I said it and I didn't realize I had a limitation in the center of the intention. And on the other side of it, I got everything I wanted that was in the intention. So let me rephrase that. I got everything I wrote in the intention. <laughs> I was confused where there was one element that didn't occur. But when I went back and looked and went, oh, you got exactly what you asked for. Now let's be really conscious of what I'm asking for. So then once I saw that, then it was like, oh, let's keep playing in this field of understanding it. Since then, years later, when people's clients were asking me, write an intention for this, write an intention for that, I'd close my eyes and listen to spirit and intentions would come flip through. And people would write them down and then they'd come and find me again and go, could you give me intention for this? And it suddenly came to me like I would I could and I'd love to inspire you to tap into the field within yourself to co to co-create those intentions so you're not looking to me because it's not me it's within you so then I started realizing there's a process to this and how could I assist others to activate the process within themselves to co-create Mm. That was a long answer, Jen. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and so all very organic and, and very fascinating. Such a rich reply. Mm -hmm. And uh, so so I'm, what I'm listening or what I'm hearing is that it kind of like spirit was giving you those intentions through you. I mean, there's no distance mm -hmm. or difference between spirit and Kim, but you were listening and they were coming through you and you were assisting others to write their intentions. And what's fascinating about your work with intention is that, it, I mean, from the moment I heard you speaking about it, it was so clear the way that you explain it. And not to be confused with affirmations and or um, expectations, right? And, and I think there's like just little two nuances because sometimes people will say, oh, my intention is this and this, but it sounds like an expectation, which in a moment I'd love for you to tell us what an expectation is and why it could lead us to disappointment. Uh, and also, or people would say, oh, I'm affirming this and thinking it's an intention. So can you talk about the difference between an expectation and affirmation and an intention? Absolutely. The, you know, every tool is brilliant. So affirmations, intentions, if they're both in your toolbox, you're doing great is what I will tell people because whatever we use all of our spiritual tools at different moments of our lives. And I like to think of it as if I could assist others to have a really full tool bag or toolbox is that when life occurs that we go within to ask, what is the tool I need now? There's moments that we absolutely need an affirmation, which is an I am statement. 
you know, that we're making a statement really to take within ourselves like a reminder, a knowing, a sense of I am that I am. Mm -hmm. So the I am statement, I am strong. It may be something we need at any moment. I am free. Maybe something we need to remember at any moment. They're very beautiful, affirmative, affirming the qualities of who we are in life, affirming the truth that we're spiritual beings. We're affirming it. Now, an intention, we're tapping into co-creation. It's the pathway to co-creation. Now, and I want to be wide in this, that all pathways are. Intention is a, um, hold on, I love words, super clear highway to co-creation. So that as we state the intention, we're lining up with spirit actively and stating, this is what I claim right here, the qualities of this intention. So it's similar and yet energetically very different because it's like I describe it as a huge bow and arrow, right? The bow is God's spirit, massive bow. It fills this room, a massively huge bow. When you put your arrow into the bow and your arrow is the intention, it's still an aim. See, an affirmation is right now, this is, I know this. Now, intentions are in the present moment. Yet we're aiming for a quality we wish, something we're aiming for, we desire. Most people would think it's a circumstance. Because So I'm slipping over into expectation right now, too. Because lots of times, individuals will say, well, I want that. Kim, I want that house, that relationship, this or that. Can you set an intention for that? And often I would say to people, tell me what that's going to feel like. Talk to me about that. Because... It's not based on the circumstance and intentions based on the quality we're going to experience in that circumstance. We just think that it's that, the pretty car. So I'll say to someone, tell me how you gonna tell me about that car. I'm gonna feel free and it's it's got great gas mileage and it's in my financial budget and I'll be able to move with eat, my family will fit into it. Those are all qualities. We're not going to say, my intention is in 1972. Now we can know we desire that because some people are, that's the car I want, Kim. Great. So, what if you say, if that's it, then you'd say, my intention is to call for the car that brings me freedom and joy and a perfect mileage. My family fits in it in this car, if they have to name it, or something better. We don't limit the intention. I, love I can tell you years of stories of individuals that when we open the door wider, this or something better, when we list the qualities, what if the car, what if somebody wanted to give them a car that's the year earlier, but it was a gift and they got it free, but they were only limited to that certain car, right? It's like we get to remember spirit is unlimited. We're operating in a field of awareness of what we've known thus far. The second our intention is bigger than what we've known. It's a quality of feeling tone that we're really aiming for. So the intention is a propelling action because it's a statement that keeps us out of expectation. Expectation is the one I refer to, expectation. Anything that we look outside of ourselves that will fulfill us. A person, a place, or a thing. Something must happen a certain way. And this, like my intention is at this time, at this day, I'll get that job. That's not an intention. That's an expectation. Uh-huh. My, If somebody says, when I get home, my house will be spotless and clean because my kids were there and I asked them to do it today. That's an expectation. Now, if they came back to and I said, what would it feel like when you get home? I want to be comfortable and connecting with my family and know I'm in a clean environment. 
all of that can be an intention that if somebody walked into their house and it wasn't spotless, they could still be fulfilled and connecting and loving with their children and then say, let's finish this. Where an expectation is going to immediately lead to disappointment if it isn't fulfilled. And what happens after disappointment? We start to build resentment. We start to have separation. So everything pulls us apart instead of pulling us together. Mm-hmm. Intentions are about qualities, positive moment, present tense, so that we could connect and know that even if we have a difficult conversation to be had, we can do it with an intention as long as we keep expectation at the door. Yeah. So eloquently described. Thank you. That mm-hmm. was incredibly clear. Great. Uh, Great. Yes. Be- really beautiful. I feel I'm prepared. I'm at the gate. Mm-hmm. I understand how to get to the point of, of, of setting an intention. Mm-hmm. Would you do us the pleasure and our listeners as well of, of demonstrating for us through a story, perhaps um, a, a personal story in your own life or of someone that you know and love that wouldn't mind you sharing their story of an intention set mm-hmm. and, and realized? Mm. Oh, Jen, there's so many. I need to <laughs> yes. breath and see which there's so many. Hold on. Interesting. I'm listening to Spirit show me pictures. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay, I don't know why, but I saw I saw my house that it used to be before it burned down. That's very interesting. Um Years ago, when we were in one location in Malibu and really wanted another home, um, it wasn't fulfilling us. And I got very clear what the intentions were. I got very clear the quality of it and the nature and the the view and the feeling tone of safety and room for people to grow in a retreat center to be had. And I was very clear of these just elements of this property, didn't know where it was at. And it was 16 months, I think, between 14 and 16 months of going to look at properties. Nope, that's not it. Going to look at other properties, making offer, it didn't happen. Until one day, oh, but wait back up. At one point, we looked at a house across the street from the canyon from the house that I have. And I remember looking up and saying something like that, that over there. That one, see a little ranch house on the top of that hill? Something like that would be great. It has a view, it's right on the top of this knoll. And four months later, something, all of a sudden, six in the morning, it came up that it was listed for sale. There wasn't even a sign on the outside of it. And in so Spirit was listening, went that house that day, looked at it, offered on it, and closed within six weeks. The house that was pointed to luster amazing home and then the fire hits and the fire takes down every structure that ever existed there time for a new intention (laughs) and in the midst of that this is very important moment because here you know could feel like oh it came through and here it's this beautiful thing being birthed a practitioner um um, 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 initiation was there two months before the practitioner and then the fire came and 
in the midst of the rubble, through tears, through upset, was still an awareness of, oh, okay, God, what is my intention now? Because I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know what I'm going to do. Where's my children's things? How do I get them clothes? And I remember hearing spirits say, you know, you've got to master flexibility. And I was like, so my intention is to master flexibility right now. And, and I almost argued with spirit, like, I'd like a house. I'd like to know where I'm living, right? How am I going to see my clients? But I also know well enough with spirit to listen. And when that came through, I took it on like, okay, sobbing, wrecked, just said, all right, I'm taking that on. My intention is to master flexibility. So I'm going to master. And a year later, I looked back and it moved seven times with two bull mastiffs and my children and with no belongings and moved offices four times. And like, I had to be flexible. You really mastered flexibility. So what it taught me was like, I giggled. I went, okay, spirit, you have such a great sense of humor. I needed to master flexibility. And I thought I was flexible before, but now I mastered flexibility (laughs) because it's so in other words, spirits always, always listening to us and responding and that beautiful call that we can't say the time we can't we but our job is to let go to Mm. set the intention let go set the intention let go and listen and then cultivate a field of such listening that that inner guidance system is activated at all times and it will always guide us who would know that that act of that something like that would took a few months and then And then completion. And then now the beautiful part is, you know, what's being rebuilt is going to be a wonderful retreat center and a masterful place for more events and things. It's going to be, it'll house even bigger things. There's that, that or better. That's the or better. It's, It's being created in front of my eyes. And, and every step of the way I've been in intention, very intentional. I mean, I, there's crystals placed as the concrete goes down. There's crystals throughout the entire concrete. As the walls go up in the ceiling, there's prayers everywhere, blessing every every section of it. The land speaking to me constantly, like giving me strength, keep going. So it's when we are not, and I give that example because I trust spirit and I closed my eyes and saw that. And I don't usually give that example, but it's a, it's a knowing that it isn't always easy per se, you know, that wasn't like an easy journey, but boy, is it worth it. And I, I feel like if we could release that something has to be easy, it gets to be fulfilling. Yeah. Mm. And our aim is more instead of ease, because I think in life right now, lots of times, um, let me language this, our society at times has, has, um, it's made it evident in the world where we go at times for easy, like speed of technology. It can be a benefit, but we reach for something outside of ourselves to fulfill us. Mm. Let me ask Siri. Let me do it this. Let me find out that this way instead of being still for a minute and saying, okay, oh, spirit, I'm going to this technology right here. Let me ask and let me listen and let me be guided by the in, whatever I catch propel that into an intention and then use the technology of the world to help me look for elements to finish that project. Does that make sense? 
Absolutely. Yes, makes sense. I love it. So I'm catching, go to your inner technology before you go into the technology of the yes. world. Yes, always. It's, it's a, you know, I was the speaker last week here with me, and that's what I was speaking of is our, if this is our beautiful technology, each and every one of us came in totally equipped with the technology that's more masterful than anything on the planet. And just imagine my vision of the planet and all of us beautiful beings is if we start to lean into our own inner technology, clean our own inner house to be so present with each other, that then our conversations expand and we start intending a life that works for all and honors all as individually and collectively, that our inner technology is our guidance system. Mm. And we can be very intentional about that every day. My intention is to listen. My intention is to catch what spirit is guiding me to today. And then we listen, which requires pause. All those other beautiful activities of spiritual practices, deep listening, taking deep breaths, sitting in meditation, going to prayer so I can listen to what the sweet voice is guiding me onward with. Mm, so interesting because I hear your your words, Kim, and I've heard this before, but every time they just land deeper, deeper. Mm-hmm. I catch more clarity. So thank you. Thank you for for explaining it so eloquently and elegantly and clear. I can feel the resonance. And I would love for besides everyone gets get her book, the thing I have attention is an Amazon. Uh, and you're very clear here explaining the steps and how to set intentions. But can you give us like a little five-minute crash course and how people <laughs> start setting an intention uh, right now for their lives? Yes, absolutely. And, I, of course, it's all in the book as well, too. Um, I really guide people to use the three-portal the three portal system to guide to clear intentions. That if we write intentions in the positive moment, that there are, excuse me, positive language, that they're always based in the language that is positive. We don't use words with what we don't want. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we unconsciously say, um, someone could say, my intention is to not do that. I said, yeah, but you just pointed. You just use the word of what you don't want. So let's move it around. My intention is to make choices that honor my truth or my intention is something that keeps the language positive. Second thing is they're always, always, always in the present moment. It's not futuristic. The power, as we know, is right here. So positive language, present moment. And even if it's something that may be futuristic, meaning like when I had my intention for the book, to write the book, it was still, my intention is completing this book with these in grace. My intention is to know that I delivered to the world, you know, my gifts on intention. And did I know it would take me the length of time it did? No, but the intention was in that moment it was being done right and the third thing is it's always they're always based in qualities not outcomes and that is the part that sometimes we get tripped up on um because in the world as well we we've been using goals goals are wonderful and they're based on outcomes and how a map of how we get there so when we see a goal and know oh i want that and this is the path to get there and intention is, I see that, I'm lining up with spirit, so it's not just me doing it. This is a we. Intention is very much we. Source and I are aiming for this, 
and what are the qualities I will be feeling in this freedom, joy, peace, laughter, connection, love. My intention is to lean into the almighty presence, listen and be guided in every way to know that all that I wish of and dream of is being fulfilled in this moment in miraculous ways. And then we must let go. Just like the bow and arrow, you got to let go. And the second you let go and just begin to listen, and lots of people are like, Kim, what are you listening to? It's like I'm listening to the, we have inspired action, not just action because it's something to do. Inspired action is action from the divine. We're inspired. And that means it's, if it's in the way you can tell, does it honor all? If it honors all, it's honorable. I'm listening to inspired action. And then have the courage to take the steps in that direction to fulfill it, even if you don't understand it. Back to, I was told to master flexibility. Didn't understand why I needed to do that right then. And I knew to take it on. So we get to um, keep stretching in those three elements, present, positive language, based in qualities, let go, and then move into action from inspired action and stay after that in awareness of celebration of any little piece of the journey that keeps fulfilling itself, celebrate and begin again. Oh, so good. Yeah, really good, really good. Um, I love, I love them. That. <laughs> I love intentions. I just don't know what it is. It's just like, I just love them. I, your love for them and your love for your calling and your vocation mm -hmm. is evident. I mean, we can, I, I assume, Paula, that you're in this state of love with Kim. Mm -hmm. It's really your work is just radiant. Your being, your, what, you're, what you're here and what mm -hmm. you're communicating uh, is what you're here for and what you're communicating is palpable. Um, recognize again, again that physically we are not on the same landmass, although we're on the same planet. We are a great distance apart, and and what you are communicating is it, it's so beautifully enriching our intentions, Paula's mm -hmm. and mine behind this podcast, behind this very conversation, uh, and the ripples are incredible. Yes. I don't know that I could speak to them; they're so infinite. Oh, I will just, say I appreciate you speaking to us in a way that feels to me as if you're helping to helping us to create a language with spirit, a divine relationship. You're you're nurturing <laughs> it's like you're you know, you're a love counselor for the <laughs> the relationship, you know, the big one, mm -hmm. um, with self and with spirit. And and I appreciate you hinting towards universe's sense of humor mm -hmm. and that we might not always get exactly what why something is coming through or, or how and that that's not of the essence I, I feel what you're saying and if you wouldn't wouldn't mind speaking to this a bit there's a there's a practice going on here in that relationship to spirit to universe to self there's something that can sustain us when we are living life so fully yeah as you've shared with us in in this recent story that's a big event in life mm -hmm. and um i believe your spiritual practice mm. is everything yes contributed <laughs> to that yeah yeah can, can you tell us a little bit about why that would be important for our listeners to also incorporate into ah. uh, intention set setting and living in this beautiful relationship with universe? in this thank you for that question jen in this full world 
We're living in a world of circumstance and we enter into it. I, I, I can't even say anymore when we exit the door, we enter into it anytime we pick up the phone, turn on the TV, anytime that we begin to engage with the world, we're entering into some circumstances. I hold it so honorable that if we have a body, I believe, this is my own personal belief, that there's a responsibility to stay awake in it. I take that to me as very serious. Like if we are blessed enough to have a body in this lifetime, then goodness gracious, I want to stay awake in it and activate it to the highest potential to serve humanity. So that means a practice has to be the foundation so that we can stay centered in a circumstantial world. So it's really our practice keeps us centered. It's this, this again, inner technology moving in the world. It's understandable that we can be shaken and shook and reactive because we're living in a world that's full. And it's so that all leads to the more importance of us to honor the fact that we have a spiritual beingness right here in a body temple and to stay awake in it so that we are the beneficial presence as we know so well in the world, but to be it. This isn't a doing thing. This is all about being present to be here, awake. And in the world that's going to circumstance, if there isn't practices, stabilize, stabilize, stabilize. Now those practices get to be activated everywhere. So years ago when I began, there's probably practices in the morning, practices at night meditation, prayer, spiritual reading, still do all those every single morning, get outside, put my feet in the earth, pray, talk to God constantly, read, journal, set my intention, go. During the day, there wasn't as much years ago. Now, the practice is every single moment because it's easy. You know, we could, I could walk into a classroom, just stand present, taking a huge deep breath before I speak is a practice. Listening to someone without reacting is a practice. You know, being present to, being present to someone is a practice. And if we can all stay present to our practices, and there's so many, I tell people, whatever keeps you centered, connected to source is a practice. Mm. So some people it's surfing, some people it's hiking, some people it's kissing their dog's ears. Great. That's a practice because it brings you back to center to remember you're an awakened, beautiful individual and you've got a body. So what are you here to deliver? Not as a job, as hardship. You could say nothing in a room and still be delivering your gifts. You know, it's like, it's the opportunity to radiate the pureness of who you are everywhere you are. And in a circumstantial world, we must always be cleaning any residual off of us so that we're ready again to be present, to be present and to share. So lots of times I look at athletes and I see professional athletes who always know how to practice, always. I can have a room of athletes and go, so tell me about your practice. And there's not a hesitation to every day, I do this, 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 and this. And I always look at, well, now how about all of us? We don't have to be a professional athlete to practice is an honor to our lives. Mm. We're honoring our lives. Uh-huh. And honor, and as we honor our lives, we're honoring everyone we walk with because then we show up present for them, not reacting from the situation that just came. You know, it's, it's, it's so possible. 
everywhere at all times. Bless your computer before you sit down and start writing it. We blessed our wonderful day today before we start. Well, there's every moment is an opportunity if we open our eyes to know, oh, there's a moment driving down the freeway, you see an accident, bless it and pray. Standing in the grocery store line, take five deep breaths. If you're starting to get frustrated, ground your feet into the earth and just know what was my intention today? Oh yeah, okay, I'm on track. What's my affirmation right at this moment? It's what's occupying the activity of our brain. Is mm -hmm. it honoring our practice or reacting to circumstances? Beautiful. You know, we, we, cre we create um, little quotes from these interviews, and I, it's going to be a lot of quotes. And I found one. Everything she said. Everything. Everything. <laughs> and, well, Alita, you know, sometimes if somebody asks me, could you tell me that intention again? I'll go, mm, don't know if I can. <laughs> Let's see, what was it? Spirit, so I'm glad you're writing them down. <laughs> yes, yes. And there is one thing you wrote and, you know, interesting to know and, and enough in page 108. It says, what we practice, we ultimately embody. What we practice, we become is that simple. Mm. <laughs> I love that. And then you have a list of practices people can engage in. And, and, and thank you. Thank you for that one. If we were honoring our lives or honoring our bodies in this existence uh, comes from being in an active practice and also honoring our relationship that really um, landed on me because sometimes when we're in relationship with other people, if we're not engaging in our practice, we can be in a lot of expectations, like you say, and we can become a little bit more controlling or manipulative because we're not uh, engaging in our inner practice with our inner technology. So it's one of the, probably one of the most powerful um, suggestions for all of us that are in relationship, not only romantic relationships, but all kinds of relationships. Imagine if it, every family, business, any event, anything like that we all knew we had an intention before we engaged. Hmm. So I, I do not go to family events. I don't walk into any family's houses, and I love my family, without pausing and setting an intention first. Don't walk in to teach a class, get in a session, anything without pausing. It, that takes less than 10 seconds now. It's like, what's my intention? Oh, yeah. And you think of those qualities to connect, to share, to love deeply, to have an open heart. Okay, that's what I'm bringing in the door today. Then we're present in being responsible. Now, if all of us around the planet begin to be very intentional of the self-care, what am I bringing to this party, meaning life, right? What am I bringing of myself? myself or a reaction to a moment before if i'm bringing the fullness of myself then the impact of that rolls out to our family rolls out to the world and pretty soon that we're caring for the planet and each other because we're remembering our actions have an impact mm -hmm. and if our actions are coming from fulfilled intention listening to spirit spirit's going to only guide us to the highest good those actions that are impacting the world are going to be loving and it will keep multiplying. Every one of us that continues to know it's my joy today to set an intention, to be in my practice, whatever that is, to be centered for my family, to be centered for my business, 
all of that continues to shift the whole vibratory field that we're living on. And anything is healable, possible in, in this world, right in this moment. And the earth is asking for it. The earth is asking for us to vibrate in a healing, loving manner together. Yes, yes. And the fruits of which are immediate and evident and palpable yes. again. Yes. Uh, so we don't have to make much of an effort. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, it's encouraging. And and we're pleased to say that we can encourage our listeners through you because you're generously providing us with a list of intentions. Mm -hmm. So we'll make sure, Kim, to include that link Beautiful. here. Thank you. Yes. With, it's, it'll help people start that, you know, you could be able to at least say, oh, let me grab that one. Let me grab that one. And the more one practices, then you can get into the flow of oh this is what i'm feeling let me add that in here so absolutely there's that i have an intention ring that people could find on my website that has like a relationship ring a business ring that has 30 or 40 intentions in it so that there's all sorts of different ways to stay on top of your growing intentions beautiful we will include those links Great. as well with this episode so listeners do yourselves a favor and go see kim's treats and gifts and website and take yes. advantage and there's some yes. upcoming oh i just remembered i can't state the surprise yet but there's a big intention um blessing that's coming in the next three months so yes definitely stay tuned i will i will let you two know first but it's coming Yay. soon Thank you. And we'd love to have you back to Great. share more about it when the time is right yeah. or anytime. I say yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, every January, I don't know if you're going to do it this January, you have an intention retreat. You mm -hmm. help two online uh, and, and they're just so amazing. So, uh, so also uh, going to her. Um, Paula, I can't hear you. Oh, can you hear me now? She'll come back. Oh, there she okay. is. There you go. Interesting. Okay. And every <laughs> uh, every January, you have an intention retreat. Mm -hmm. So uh, when you sign up for her uh, mailing list, you'll, you'll know about this intention retreat that Kim does every January. Now it's held online. It's still going to be online or both? Yes. And exciting news is in January, I have an online retreat so people could meet Zoom. And then I'm also going to have a four-day intention intensive that's going to be happening in February. So there's going to be two this year. And that one will be limited numbers because of housing situations, but it's going to be very magnificent. So there's always more. There's more and more and more. It's me listening to spirit when spirit goes, go this way, go that way. It's like, okay. I. I'm listening. Sweet. Mm -hmm. How abundant and prolific. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being with us today, Kim. And I could be with you too for hours and hours. I could stare at your beautiful faces and keep having deep conversations. This to me is what life is about. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, it's, it's really diving deep into the possibilities of being so present in this life and how we get to keep showing up and supporting each other. So I encourage all your wonderful listeners to, to really intend to give themselves the gift 
of practice, of expansion, of remembering how powerful they are because it's this technology is not just for one, it's in every individual on this planet. We just get to listen and activate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for yes. being so brilliant and sharing your gifts with the world. And we'll have you back. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank you so much, you two. I love this. Have a beautiful day. We Thank love you, you Kim. Thank, Thank you. Love you too. This has been a peace teaching. Thank you for being an active listener in this sacred conversation. We love you. We appreciate you. And we bless your life. Peace be with you.